everybody. Welcome back to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a weekly podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real-life football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats from the past week in this league, and we, of course, cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery and shenanigans the managers have been up to and what we're looking forward to this coming week. It is a special uh, episode here. We've got an extra long one, uh, interview with the great Drew Rose, uh, manager in the league. So stay tuned for that. But before we get there, let's talk about what happened in week five. Uh, so week five, let's see. I took another loss. I'm now two and three. Colin beat me 109 to 70. Uh, yikes. Colin is still undefeated, by the way. And this was just a week of disappointment for me, frankly. Um, I am trying to go kind of boomer bust, uh, high variance. I intentionally picked a team, had a high ceiling, swung for the fences. And when you close your eyes and swing, it's hard to hit that ball. So Colin had uh, Hill with 14 points, Johnny Smith with 16. Tremendous tight end performance out of of Janu this season, 28 nice points from Kyler Murray, including all his scampering about that he does. My team had some successes. I had some uh, t- uh, touchdown from DJ Moore and one from Hollywood Brown finally, but uh, everybody else was kind of medium bad to very bad, so uh, that I, I took a loss. Uh, otherwise, let's see what happened in the league. Uh, Pete uh, won over Matt, 89-88 to by one point. Wow. Uh, and that was so close. Peak eats out his first win. Congratulations to you, Pete. Uh, and Matt, it's weird to say it, but uh, Russell Wilson had 29 points and still was kind of a disappointment. I mean, that's that's just the level that he has been on. Also, Alvin Kamara only getting 11 wasn't that great either. Pete narrowly got this win with great games from Miles Sanders, Daryl Henderson, and goggle kicker extraordinaire Rodrigo Blankenship. Well done, Pete. Well earned. Uh, going into week six, he has a win. So Beige, uh won out over Scott, 99-80. to 80. Justin Herbert was the story on this game, as well as Tide Gurley. Beige got this score on their backs, and even with uh, Deontay Johnson taking an injury and a zero, and George Kittle's four, OBJ's five, not great scores, but it was enough on uh, on the backs of a couple of great performances, and uh, Beach, amazing pickup with Herbert this week. Scott bet on Danny Dimes, or should I say Danny Fumble Hands, and lost, and Justin Jefferson had just not the greatest day against Seattle. Uh, Kirk Cousins wound up going to Thielen a lot instead. Also on the Vikings, Scott had Dalvin Cook, who had 14 before hurting his groin and doing extra damage in that game. Should be good after his bye this week. Uh, so Scott, nothing long-term, and and Scott didn't get last or even second to last, Uh even without starting a kicker, he ran out of moves this week and had to use a kicker on bye. So perhaps a moral victory, even in defeat? We'll see. Uh, so Drew won out over Tom, 116-78. to 78. Congrats to Drew. Uh, Big Ben had a nice day over Philadelphia. And DK Metcalf keeps doing DK Metcalf things, uh, even even while I was on uh, Drew's team and not Scott's. So Josh Jacobs uh, was back on track as well. Kareem Hunt's looking good, um, you know. Drew is Drew's doing well, and wow, uh, looking at that roster, Tom just kind of had a down week with everybody, but Nuke having a bit of a low day, so 78, not an impressive week for Tom, but roster like that, he's going to bounce back. Craig is still undefeated. He is a force this year. He beat Glenn 131-106, to 106 and he scored 131 even with Dak getting injured that week. His quarterback he'd been relied on got injured, only sc- had 11 fantasy points. But look at the rest of his roster. It was Crowder, 
Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, uh, the Baltimore D, all everybody's hitting above Yahoo projections. Uh, and Glenn had a good day too. I mean, he was scored over 100, just got unlucky on opponents again. And just, I keep saying it, but Glenn with that Mike Davis pickup, the Miles Gaskin pickup, Glenn is making smart additions to his roster this year. And I love it. I love your team. I'm a fan, even if I want to beat you when we play again. I don't know. Uh, so John also, lastly, uh, one out over Derek. Uh, so John also, like Pete, got his first win in week five, 117 to 84. Big, big week for John. So John won while starting a player that was on a bye again. Uh, so yeah, he scored that with, with a zero. And I guess that's what happens when you have, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Ezekiel Elliott and Adam Thielen, and they are all going off. So Derek did have some disappointment with San Francisco D with a negative two and his wide receivers Lockett, uh, who was newishly acquired on his team and Cooper Cup totaling eight points combined, but at least Deshaun Watson and Kelsey were good. And, you know, he stayed, he stayed below the danger zone. So the highest score of week five was Craig 131. Craig, congratulations again. Lowest score. That's me with a, with a big old 70. Um, so yeah, I owe a video uh, that I have to film at some point uh, coming up. So uh, let's see. Transactions. Uh, in hindsight, after week five happened, what were the transactions of last week? And I got to call out the big trade. So Drew getting DK Metcalf uh, from Scott, but more on that in our interview with uh, Drew, where he gives a lot more context and background. And actually, it's not as unfair as we thought it was last week, really. Um, and I'm going to give a stinker of a transaction of the week for me picking up Joshua Kelly for $31. I've already dropped him. That dude is just not the answer. Uh, instead, the actual transactions of the week, it's a split one. It's Colin with for his early morning wake up, picking up Justin Jackson of the Chargers, the actual good pickup on that team. And Beach, bell for you for picking up Justin Herbert. We already talked about it. He dropped Russell Gage to get him. That is a great quarterback pickup. Well done, Beach. So after week five, we've got some movement, but we, you know, uh, we've got a thick middle. We've got a lot of managers sort of at the three and two, two and three, right on the edge. We still have a couple undefeated. Nobody has is winless anymore, which is great. And uh, you know, we're it's it's gonna be scrabble. It's gonna be scrapping and, and fighting through the middle of the season to, to establish that record to get kind of playoff ready. Maybe get into that championship bracket. So uh, now now it gets interesting, guys. Uh, and we're gonna talk about transactions that happened since week five. All right. So we have another trade. I love all the trades. Okay. So it was Pete and Colin this time. Apparently, Pete made an offer. Um, Philip Lindsay traded to Colin for Robert Tanyan. So Philip Lindsay uh, now presumably the running back one out in Denver, and then Robert Tanyan, uh, Aaron Aaron Rodgers is a tight end target who's done so explosively well recently. Hope it works out for both of you. You know, uh, hope it's good. Except uh, I, you know, hope Robert Tanyan doesn't do that well for for Pete this week because. I'm playing him, and I don't, you know, you know, normal, normal stuff. Uh, otherwise, we had some movement on the waiver wire. Uh, Derek got Chase Claypool for nine dollars, dropping Malcolm Brown. That was over Pete's three dollar bid. Glenn got the Miami D for nine dollars and dropped uh, the Dallas D. So that's uh, nine dollars over Matt's four dollar bid. You know, I I didn't look. Who is Miami playing? Who do we got? Uh, do I? Sorry, you know, it's always fun to. Uh, Listen to somebody click, right? Um, do, 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 do. Still clicking. 
Why am I so bad at the internet? I do not know. Um, I'll come back to that. Anyway, uh, other transactions. Uh, let's see. Matt got, oh, well, Craig got Andy Dalton for $10, dropped Dak Prescott, who's out for the year, and Craig still has a share of that uh, uh, offense there in Dallas. Uh, $10 over Pete's $8 bid. Um, Matt got the rental on Alexander Madison for $32. That is the big spend of the week, dropping Traquan Smith. $32 over Collins, 12 That's a disparity. $20 of fab, presumably wasted. And Pete's $4. Um, Scott picked up LaVisca Chenault for $12, dropping Jarvis Landry. Uh, that was over Craig's $8 bid, Derek's $2 bid, Pete's $1 bid. And uh, Pete picked up the New England defense for $3, dropping Kansas City. Uh, that was $3 over Collins, $3. Um, he had the waiver priority there, so congratulations to Pete for that one. Otherwise, we got uh, a bunch of ads and drops on the free agents market. I, I love how much movement these short benches are doing. So Scott added Gronk uh, and dropped Tom Brady. Pete added Fitzmagic, dropping Teddy Bridgewater. Matt added the Washington D, who's playing the Jets, I believe, or the Giants, uh, dropping Cleveland. Uh, Pete added DeAndre Swift, dropping Mark Ingram. I added Matt Prater, dropping Jason Myers. I added McCole Hardman, dropping Joshua Kelly, who I bought for $31 last week. Uh, Scott added Frank Gore and dropped Daniel Jones. Of course, after that performance, why wouldn't you drop Daniel Jones? Colin added Brandon Cooks, dropping Keelan Cole. Uh, and he also added the Green Bay defense, dropping Seattle. Uh, John added Evan Ingram, and he added the Jacksonville D, dropping Arizona. Craig added Jason Sanders, a uh, kicker, and dropped Will Lutz, kicker. Normal kicker churn. Derek did the same thing, adding Steven Goskowski, dropping Robbie Gould. Uh, Beej added Travis Fulgram, dropping Matt Ryan, the quarterback who's disappointed him so much. Pete uh, picked up LaMichael P. Ryan, who's uh, now presumably the Jets' RB1, dropping Tyler Higby. Matt picked up Tom Brady, who was previously dropped by Scott, um, for his start this week, and dropped Fournette. Okay. And I picked up Kansas City, dropping Tampa. So uh, a lot of churn there. Nothing new, I guess. There's a lot of movement and action in this league. But everybody's trying to improve their rosters. And I got to say, I'm impressed by all the moves that people are making. People are smart. They're, they're savvy. They're strategic. It's, it's working out. So very good. And uh, you know what? We are going to get into the Week 6 preview on my interview with Drew. And uh, here you go. Enjoy. Well, it's time for the week six preview, week six coming up, and I'm joined by special guest and friend of the podcast, Manager Drew. Drew, how are you? I am uh, I'm hanging in, is the stock <laughs> answer, I, I believe, right now. I, it I hope is. you were doing the same. <laughs> yep, and we're, we're both two and three. We're both hanging in on this season. It's, uh, mm -hmm. it's been a wild ride, and I feel like, like me, uh, you also haven't had like the huge crippling injury. You've had just like vague one or two week injuries on your roster where it's just been hard to hard to manage hard to figure out what's going to happen so yeah. yeah it's definitely um, uh the, the i think this might be the first week that my uh, ir spot uh, does not have someone hanging out in it so but exactly. yeah fortunately fortunately nothing huge just yeah. yet <laughs> all right so coming up week six um and and actually i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you just to pick who you think is gonna win feel free to look at yahoo projections if you want <laughs> um but i'm up against colin colin is five and oh i am not five and oh it's uh <laughs> it's not pill battle Oh, wait, sorry. I was against Colin last week. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong thing. I am up against Pete, and Pete uh, okay. is one and four. 
um, and I'm favored 95 to 94. Uh, do you? Who do you think is going to win? You can say, you can say <laughs> Pete. It's probably going to. So I, I I think you're you're lucking out a little bit because uh, Le'Veon Bell hasn't quite showed up to Kansas City. Yep. So you one last ride one. for Clyde. Well, yeah. Yep. Um, so I, you know, Pete's, uh, Pete's, he's got the Mississippi mustache. He's got, uh, <laughs> Fitz magic as well, hanging out on his bench. So, yep. um, those, those are a bit of wild cards right there. But, uh, if I had to guess, I, you know, Pete, I think is still finding his way right now, but this, this might be a, a, a loser leaves town match. Uh, Ooh. Pete goes, Pete goes to one and five. He's, he's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you're up against, uh, Matt. So uh, you're fighting uphill in record, but definitely favored right now on Yahoo projections, partially because Matt can't start Russell Wilson against you against you this <laughs> week, which is a godsend for you. Um, yeah, what do you I think? You, you feeling confident? Feeling strong? I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I you know obviously he's going to fill that quarterback position. Yeah. Um, one one of two things is occurring right now is either he was waiting for one of his guys to go on IR, which I think Noah Fant is out now, so mm-hmm. he could technically move him and, and pick someone up but i suspect what that means is he uh probably has a bid in on brady who who comes off of waivers tomorrow so yeah i, I, I think this this will get a, a lot closer uh, under just normal circumstances you know playing yeah. russell wilson and michael thomas and alvin Kamara, um probably not great so uh <laughs> the the scheduling gods may, might be in my favor yeah. this week so well, and you've we'll got you've got a lot of players out. coming off a bye right because you got big ben against cleveland you've got Devontae adams uh you got julian mm-hmm. edelman uh kareem hunt's doing awesome filling in for a, a double role practically with nick chubb out um yeah yeah and, uh, i got you got, got fresh back oh yeah I, I do i i'm i'm getting healthy so i'm i'm hoping i'm i'm rounding into form i uh I have a lot of points scored, but also uh, just as many points against. So yeah. hopefully a little bit of luck in store. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then we've got Colin versus Brett. That looks like another close one here coming up. Um, Colin's trying to keep his undefeated record while Brett is fighting uphill like a lot of us are with two and three. Um, and I, I think this is actually a really interesting matchup in terms of uh, seeing if Colin is, you know, a true undefeated, a true juggernaut. He's, he's kind of thin right now, you know, down, uh, down Nick Chubb. Um, yep. And then obviously Melvin Gordon with his DUI, then illness, yeah, uh, not it, making the trip. <laughs> yeah, it was only just now that he's listed as out, right? It thought maybe he was going to play before he got arraigned or anything, right? they thought he was going to dress at the very least i you know i would have been pretty hesitant to start him either way but um you know when when you're depending on david montgomery uh and uh and cooper as as your top guys you know those are those are kind of boomer busts and and brett's team honestly is super good like mixon's looking a lot better even though that cincinnati team isn't winning like robert woods is solid odell beckham might actually have a good season yeah um, even Gurley got, looks like he's running well right now so yeah you got Kittle back Cam's back you know he's mm-hmm. looking dangerous for sure mm-hmm. I, I think out of honestly out of everyone kind of in that you know bottom four bottom five right now I think Beach is probably the strongest team out of all of those so yeah. it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see yeah how it goes this week well him and Scott have the two highest points scored in that in that mm-hmm. sort of lower third and uh mm-hmm. his team's real strong yeah uh, I'm rooting for Beach in that matchup. I gotta say, I don't like an undefeated record when it's not me. So, yeah. Uh, okay, next up we got uh, John versus Scott. Um, John is currently favored a little bit. He's got Mahomes, of course. That's kind of been the story of his season. Mahomes and Zeke. 
um, and then a few mm-hmm. boomer bust guys. And then uh, Scott, he's got Aaron Rodgers back from a bye. He's got Justin Jefferson, great rookie mm-hmm. pickup. Um, otherwise, his, you know, Jonathan Taylor, another good waiver wire pickup from early in the season. You know, he made some good moves early, but he doesn't have like mm-hmm. what we think of as the heavy hitters because, of course, Dalvin Cook is out. And, um, right. you know, um, this is another like yeah, test of his roster. Not not having Cook or uh, Waller is uh, pretty rough for oh, that's him. That's true. He, Waller's been great. Although it, it would be um, somewhat poetic justice, perhaps, for uh, Scott to defeat John with uh, Aaron Rodgers, since John Ooh. tried to create scarcity um, by drafting he a ton really of quarterbacks. Did. But uh, sort of backfired, but then he still found uh, someone willing to trade for one, and then um, Austin Eckler promptly got hurt. So, yep. Uh, <laughs> a few different moving parts in this particular one. So, yeah, um, for sure. I, I hope Scott and I were recent trade partners as well. I'm sure we'll get into that. Yes. Um, but I hope uh, I hope um, those players that I gave to him perform well, and and uh, maybe maybe Scott gets the upset. This you know, week. L- let's just talk about that now while while we're here sure. while we're talking about that sure. trade because uh, we already covered like you know last week's transactions earlier in the show. Um, mm-hmm. But you had a big trade with Scott. Where, you know, uh, I don't know how long that negotiation process was, but, you know, uh, he got Devontae Parker and Devontae Freeman from you. And he gave mm-hmm. you DK Metcalf and J.K. Dobbins. And on its face, mm-hmm. a lot of the managers, a lot of the talk were thinking you got a, a very unbalanced better end of that trade. The DK Metcalf is just having a, a wide re- receiver one possibly overall type of season. And J.K. Dobbins is fine, but... You know, trying to compare Devontae Parker and Devontae Freeman, who was just doing okay, not great for the uh, Giants in when he was starting mm-hmm. out, seemed very uneven. So, just curious to hear more of your thoughts on on that trade. You know, yeah. what negotiations were like, what kind of you know, not to speak for Scott, but at least your perception of of whether he thought it was fair enough or or what for the sure. needs were. Well. You know, Scott. Scott and I, I, I think, have had some very amicable trade discussions over the years, whether oh, or not they came to fruition or not. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's, um, we've we've been in each other's ears from time to time uh, over the seasons here. What what happened with this particular thing, and I and I do think it is um, curious for uh, players in a league in which there are often uh, questionable trades in terms of balance. Yeah. Um, to suddenly. Uh, think something when they are not involved however um what happened was uh i woke up thursday morning you know walked the dog got the kid out the house eating breakfast realized it was uh thursday and i had no idea who was playing which um, has been a common theme this year so i went in checked my teams make sure i didn't have someone in the lineup who wasn't supposed to be Uh, and i noticed there was a pending transaction I was like, did I put a bit on someone and just not remember? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah it was, so it was a trade offer from Scott. Um, and he was asking for Devontae Freeman um, in exchange for Jarvis Landry. So that's kind of how it started. Yeah. Um, I, I was actually getting to a point in my season where I was feeling fairly good about my roster despite my my record mm-hmm. um but i my second wide receiver was a big question mark ty hilton hasn't been good the one good game edelman had i benched him debo samuel was hurt so i, I didn't really have um someone i felt great about i, I had picked up um Devante parker off the waiver wire so that was working out pretty well um but the one week i had the fitzpatrick parker uh, stack they, they both uh, kind of laid an egg so mm-hmm. that wasn't uh, particularly fruitful there 
Um, so I, I shot Scott a message and I said, Hey, you know, um, obviously Scott's a Giants fan and I, I ended up getting, um, Devante Freeman, yes. in all three, all three leagues that I'm Ooh. in. Um, so I, I was aware that the Giants had a um, pretty nice slate coming up. Uh, they actually have a decent schedule the next like five or six weeks, I believe. Yes. Um, and you know, part of the reason Devante Freeman signed to begin with, you know, with a crappy team was so that he could, you know, have opportunity, get lots of volume. And, and I did ultimately believe that, um, I mean, I still have him in two places, so I, I still ultimately believe that he will be a, a yeah, he had a good week last week, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he's, you know, it looks like he's projected for, um, at least a decent amount of yards this week and he's playing the, the, the Washington football team who are uh, known to let some points happen. So, yes. um, but yeah, so I, I, I said to Scott, you know, Jarvis Landry doesn't really move the needle for me. Um, and at this point, I also had two people in my IR spots who couldn't be in my IR spots. So my, my team was not street legal. So I was yeah. going to have to get, ri- get rid of people anyway. So I asked him if he would be interested in doing a two for one just for like a better player. So I said, hey, any chance, um, you know, being interested in Freeman plus either like Hilton or Edelman in exchange for Metcalf. Um, and he got back to me, you know, shortly thereafter. And he was like, if I could have, you know, Freeman and Parker, um, you can have Metcalf. And then uh, just one one of the guys I have on the bench right now. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of figured, uh, that I was going to have to drop whoever I got back from him anyway. That's kind of why I want to do a two for one. So yeah, I basically just picked JK Dobbins because if he went back out into the world, he wasn't going to theoretically, he wasn't going to come back and uh, invite me. Um, Exactly. Yeah, if he was out on the waiver wire. So, honestly, all in all, the back and forth was probably twenty minutes total. And uh, you know, I got home that night, and I was just, you know, give me a sec. I, I gotta run out and see patients. When I get home tonight, I will. Uh, I'll take a look and get this together. And yes. yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty quick. So that's yeah, it kind of started more simply and went to two people, and you know, th- that was that. I I was able to upgrade the spot I was trying to upgrade, and you know, yeah. Scott got um a bunch more depth, which, uh, yeah, will hopefully be beneficial for both of us. When, when you, when we ran the thing where you, you know, evaluate trade, oh, yeah. the little the thing, thing it, yeah. which, you know, you, you can't always, uh, bank on what Yahoo says, but it, it did say that both of us were going to benefit, you know, neither of us were losing points. We were both in the green. Um, so hey, that's great. You know, my, my, my hope with a trade, I'm, I'm never trying to like win a trade, you know, in my opinion, a trade should be mutually beneficial. And, yes. and I certainly, uh, I certainly hope it will. I wasn't, uh, trying to screw anyone over or anything no, like no, that. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and no, I, I don't think anyone would ever attribute that to you or to Scott. Um, it was just, you mm. know, kind of without a lot of background, only seeing the moves and especially at right, that right. time. Right. <laughs> so before, you know, before Freeman had a game where he put up, you know, 60 yards and a touchdown before Devontae Parker continued his streak with Ryan Fitzpatrick of, of having some really, really good games and, and getting that, you know, solid wide out to, output mm-hmm. you know it certainly looked more unbalanced on paper um For given sure. the track record but you know i think the extra context is really helpful and um mm-hmm. yeah i appreciate you diving deep happy on happy to man. provide yeah. it yeah <laughs> and yeah and i know the chat thread can be a <laughs> toxic place at times or or at least a little <laughs> caustic you know a little abrasion there mm-hmm. but um yeah <laughs> glad it's all good okay so we've got scott trading partner we we talked about that one um let's see what else oh we've got craig oh gosh craig versus tom the two (laughs) chicago the battle of chicago it seems um Mm -hmm. craig's undefeated 
uh, on the back of Ryan Tannehill, it seems, uh, who's been very, very good when he's been playing, apart from like well, one I week. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Craig had uh, Dak. That's and he. Oh, he did, and he picked up Dalton Tannehill as yes. his backup. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So he hadn't even been playing Tannehill really. It was Dak, Correct. and then mm-hmm. yeah, good memory. Okay, yep, this is all making sense. And <laughs> and he did bid this week and got Andy Dalton, so he still has a share of the Cowboys' offense in that way. But mm-hmm. probably going to be looking a little different, I think. I I would imagine so. I I I think you know out of everyone in the the top tier i feel like craig has the um top to bottom probably best team honestly i mean he's it's good stellar at tight ends yeah he's got derrick henry he you know again he had dak but he also has Tannehill, who's been absolutely terrific since he took over yeah. the starter crowder's been a nice surprise as well recently yeah and and he's got chris carson sitting on his bench right now so he uh he's He's sitting pretty. I, I have Craig in uh, in week thirteen, and Oof. if he's twelve and zero there. Then I uh, I feel like an you know an extra obligation to uh, oh yeah to beat him that week. <laughs> yeah, and Tom's been doing quite well. You know, he's got uh, yeah. he's making more moves. I think he and and some others like Derek are, are making more and more aggressive moves than they have in the past. Looking at the managers mm-hmm. and and what they've been doing and. You know, uh, Tom's got a really nice roster, too. I mean, Jarek McKinnon's back for, you know, or at least it seems like he's back. He posted a zero last last week. But, uh, <laughs> you know, he's otherwise doing well for the Niners. Allen Robinson's been putting up some nice points. Um, you know, he's he's got a good core. Mm-hmm. It might not be enough to beat Craig this week. It it'll be you know i'm i'm looking at some of these matchups and you know you don't want to rely on a jets player but when they're playing miami like it's not gonna be too bad i think craig has a lot of uh favorable matchups um going for his players as well this week yeah so, yeah yeah that would be my expectation but i, I i'm wrong quite a bit, oh yeah so. we all are we all are <laughs> this this league has shown for sure um all right last one i'm gonna make you do a little pick them here Derek versus glenn uh you know three and two versus two and three or two and three versus three and two uh pretty close on the yahoo projections uh you know glenn has put up some monster points and gotten some bad luck in some matchups just you know uh mm-hmm. you know he, where he's had the second most points in the league but facing the first most points manager that week um mm-hmm. you know uh what do you think i mean what do we think about lamar jackson this season I, you know, well, I, I think he's probably going through the same thing that, you know, Mahomes was going through from a fantasy perspective last year and mm-hmm. that they're still terrific players putting up terrific numbers. It's they're not putting up, you know, all time numbers, which they did the previous season. Yeah. So um, I'm, you know, I, I, I played Pete last year in the semis um, and, you know, ran into that train that is Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm hesitant to go against, uh, any team that, uh, happens to have him, especially, uh, Philadelphia defense. That's, uh, oh, yeah. pretty beat up. I'm pretty sure right now. So I, I, I'd have to pick Glenn there. I, I can't go against Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking at Glenn's side. So he's got Lamar against Philly. He's got Kenny Galladay versus Jacksonville. Miles Gaskin versus the Jets. Yeah, he's got mm-hmm. some. He's got some nice matchups there. Hawkins versus Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. and Derek. Derek's roster has been a pleasant. Uh, I, I don't mean to disrespect the manager, but <laughs> a pleasant surprise. Derek's been making some sharp moves, man. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I like his style. I, I, 
I, I thought the, the Lockett trade on paper, it seemed a little wonky at first. Um, he gave up Michael Thomas to acquire Tyler Lockett, but that's actually been you know super in his in its favor so far well, obviously sort of. it was you know matt matt was making a yeah well matt was making a, a long-term move derek was making a, a short-term move yeah um but you know tyler lockett hasn't uh, gotten injured or punched a teammate yet, no so. <laughs> no he he hasn't been putting up the the great numbers like it was at the start of the season he had like quieter games mm-hmm. versus uh miami and minnesota but that's it's true. uh yeah still working out in his favor and i like i like the win now approach you can figure out three weeks from now three weeks from now you know Mm-hmm. especially in a season like this i uh oh my god who knows what it'll look like three weeks from now yeah. so might as well might as well get those w's where you can now have you them. had any um sort of covid scares with the roster yet this year for you um, i'm just looking you know well, I, so so i go ahead i had big ben the oh that's right that, that game got that got pushed so yes. um you know earlier in the season though i i i guess i would rather have it occur then because now he's basically had his buy so i you know with with the shorter benches this year it's pretty challenging to i think some of those bye weeks are going to be very challenging to manage mm-hmm. so the fact that i theoretically you know knock on wood barring an injury or something else don't necessarily have to um, worry about rostering a second quarterback at this point yep. um I, you know, I guess I kind of look like the, or look at the silver lining rather. So, um, haven't, haven't had a huge scare yet. It, it looks like that somehow the new England game is going to still occur. Yeah. I'm like getting updates as we're talking, yes. but like, Oh, three more players tested positive, but <laughs> game's still on. Huh. Um, so I, I, it, it seems that the, the NFL, you know, perhaps like much of society has started like, Oh wow, we got to there's positive tests. We're shutting everything down. We're going to push this game. You know, all we have to do is switch one week. And then I think they realized how challenging it was last week to move like eight different games. And now they're kind of like, meh. Yeah. So I, I wonder if perhaps there were like five or six different teams this week that I feel like had positive tests and they're just like onward. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to see how long just brute force and sheer will will can uh, continue with football. We'll see if we get a full season out of it. I don't know. I I have to imagine that a full season will happen. I wouldn't be surprised if we had like a week 18 yeah. just because they can't keep juggling the schedule again and again. At some point, there's just not going to be an answer other than to add a game at the end of the season. Yeah, for sure. Which doesn't help anyone from a fantasy perspective. No. But I guess does give us an extra week of football. Yeah, as a fan, it's not horrible, you know. Mm-hmm. yeah even if the games might be all, all this is is escapism right now <laughs> exactly exactly uh speaking of entertainment and escapism i guess i want to move on to our side bet sidebar and talk about the mm-hmm. punishment videos and side bets that have gone on uh in the past week so we had a couple of uh videos submitted one from john with a side bet p- punishment from his uh his bet with beach over their match last week did you catch that one with the uh youtube and the shots and the the food shots as well I did, yeah. That those are, you know, Tom did. Uh, I think a similar kind of time lapse where yes. he was either going for a century club or, or doing a power hour. He did, yes. And those are, it's it's always nice uh, or entertaining rather to see the uh, the different expressions as the <laughs> night goes on. And um, I, I did specifically love when uh, he, you know, turned the camera to uh, get the stink eye from Michelle. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was a good one. That was a fun one. Yeah. I, 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 I go ahead. 
Oh, I, I was going to say, I liked it a bit better than when John and I had a side bet and, you know, with the baby food in a beer, which in my brain was going to be this, uh, you know, mushy green beans mess. But instead, uh, John just basically got to drink a peach shandy. So. Yes. <laughs> Not so bad there. But yeah. <laughs> I feel like John paid for it a little bit with this one. Certainly, you know, oh, the sure. alcohol, but also just like the food rumbling around, like mayo shots and mm. various other, a lot of condiments, whatever will fit in a shot glass, you know. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, we had Pete with his wasabi and soy sauce video that was, I, I think, a new level of food pain, I think, for our league. Um, yeah. There, there have been some pretty terrific facial expressions, uh, yes. I feel like, this year. We've, we've gotten some, like, true, not, you know, uh, exaggerated reactions, some actual, uh, you, can, you can almost feel their pain coming through the screen. Yes, <laughs> yes. Good stuff. I know I owe one this week, and I'm still figuring out exactly what that'll be, but I think uh, tomorrow morning is my time uh, to get a video out. So more to come on that. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm going to do Gift of the Week. If you have an opinion, absolutely. But for me, my Gift of the Week is hands down going to John with the uh, Josh Allen loser goofy dancing gif. It was just it was so good. <laughs> It was very silly and totally unexpected, um, just combining, you know, I don't know, Josh Allen's weird personality, and that gif was was great for me. Uh, also, special consideration to uh, to Matt for the burning money gif, trolling me on my horrible Josh Kelly uh, waste of fab. So, thanks, Matt. That was great. <laughs> uh, did you have one that, uh, and, and if not, that's totally fine. I, I can't say I, I've been a little less active on the chat this year. The uh, the Sunday mornings have been primarily uh, one year old wrangling. Yes, so I, I can't say I have a specific one for this. Week. All right, no worries at all. No worries at all. Uh, okay, so I've got you here. Figure I'd ask you some some just kind of interview questions about how the season's going so far for you, Drew. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean you're two and three. I feel like we're. You know, it used to be we were rivals at the top, and now we're rivals at the lower middle, uh, being two and three. <laughs> um, anyway, so how how's it feeling? Uh, what's what's ahead for you? Uh, how how have the first quarter ish of the season been going? Uh, I you know I um, was mentioning before I, I've had a lot of people uh, on the IR one week or another. Yes. Um, part of that was my own doing. I you know I drafted Debo Samuel, knowing that I I wouldn't necessarily be able to use him sure um, early, but um, obviously, uh, Mostert getting injured was, was a bummer. Um, uh, Josh Jacobs hasn't been on, you know, out per se, but he has been kind of banged up. Yep. Uh, overall though, you know, not a lot of injury complaints on my end. I, I, I think you and I are, um, actually have kind of para, excuse me, parallel yet slightly different, uh, stories. Okay. How so? Because if it, well, our, both of our, our points for and against are very, very similar. Mm -hmm. Um, minor about a hundred more than your though yours though on either side yes. um but i but i think just kind of the you know it could go either way any given week is has been sort of my experience like i i you know i'm two and three i feel like i could very easily be three and two i could probably very easily be one and four depending on how things swing one week to the to the next yes. so i feel like we have this large uh middle class this year you know three through nine are only separated by one game so uh yeah, like you know, like I said before, it's kind of like you got to get your Ws when when you can because this is probably going to go down to the wire. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, o- overall, you know, I- I'm obviously happy with the trade, uh, you know, kind of bolstering my wide receiver situation. I-, I do feel like I have a strong, you know, deep, um, you know, as deep as it can be given the short, uh, benches, yeah. uh, in terms of my running backs, uh, you know, big Ben is fine. He's, he's not great. He's not amazing, <laughs> but he's, you know, yeah. he's got now three guys to throw to Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool and, and Juju. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. So, uh, I'm I'm again ca- cautiously optimistic. I I hope I can get a win this week against Matt, and it'll bring me back to uh to 500. Um, and then actually, I believe you and I face off next That's week. That's right. So that'll that'll be another uh, crucial one, I think, for the both of us, most likely. Yeah, I was looking at your draft. You you drafted well. I think I was jealous of everybody else's roster when I was drafting, which is <laughs> usually what happens at the end. It's just nothing but regrets. But um, how did you feel about the drafts and and how that went? How do you feel about your your results? Uh, overall, pretty good. I um, this particular year, I, I was really hoping to have a high pick, but no matter what happens, I seem to always be like eleventh or twelfth. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, you know, I felt the kinship at the at the back of the bus with uh, you and Colin and and Pete, yep. all uh, yep. hanging around that uh, that second uh, wrap around there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. No, I, I I was pretty happy. I the one thing I guess I'm kicking myself for is. Uh, when it came time to select a quarterback, I kind of went down to the wire with uh, with Big Ben versus Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. um, and I had Devontae Adams, and I would like you know this would be a really nice stack. But I, one thing I thought about going into the draft this year, um, in this league in particular, just again because of the short rosters, is I didn't really want a lot of people on the same team just because of everything going on. Yeah. With, covid and the potential for games yeah. to get canceled and i was kind of thinking to myself you know if if green bay not only when they have their buy but if a game you know suddenly becomes canceled the last second you kind of put yourself in a uh, little bit of a hole there yes. but um, and we all underestimated yeah, how much spite and uh bile aaron Rodgers plays with now and and how he's yeah, just proving to exactly. the world how good he is when past couple seasons he was not amazing he wasn't even a quarterback one you know Right. So, yeah, I mean, I was wrong on that one, but yeah, (laughs) other than that, yeah, I I thought I did well. I I thought um, last year I was able to grab the Patriots D because I had kind of, you know, done the work and seen that their um, early season was going to be comically easy for them. And this year uh, I was able to do the same with the Colts, who I believe are the number one D right now. So I, oh, they're fantastic. Yeah. The last, the last couple of years and getting a a defense that I can kind of ride the first half of the season. Yes. yeah uh i think the other i it was the draft was coming back to me when it was sort of time to pick d's and you took indy and then colin took new england and i was like ah dang it (laughs) (laughs) those were the two i was targeting um are you one of these auction draft people have you done an auction draft I, I have never done one, but I would certainly be very interested in doing them. Okay. The, the only really hang-up I have is apparently they take a very long time. Yes. Um, but I, I think the nice thing about that, you know, like, again, with drafting kind of in the, the end of the first round, you don't, you know, if you really, really, really want, you know, Alvin Kamara or Christian McCaffrey or whatnot, there's no way you're going to get them just because by nature of the way the snake draft works, whereas with the auction, you know, if... If you really want to get that guy, like you can drop, you know, seventy five dollars and really get that guy. Yep. So, I, I think in that respect, um, it would probably result in people being happier with their teams, at least initially. Yeah. 
but but I you know I, I haven't done one. Have, have no, you? never. No, and I'm I'm definitely game. I mean, I I entered mm-hmm. this league not having ever played a fantasy sport or really followed much football before that, and it's been mm-hmm. super fun. So I imagine it would be fun to do. Um, mm-hmm. But I also kind of subscribe to the theory that um, you know you don't you don't win your season at the draft. Really, it's mm-hmm. it's yeah, it sets the tone for maybe the first few games, but you can make a lot of moves in between, and and things change so quickly. And we sp- definitely saw that with injuries to the top. Uh, folks or many of the top folks with Saquon and mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey and um, you know a lot of that so you know I, I'm I don't put too much stock into it either way for sure but um, yeah I, I think yeah you, you're probably not going to win your league on draft day but you could probably lose your league on draft yes. day oh well yeah, poorly enough. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very true yeah you make <laughs> you make some bad moves or things that just don't pan out and uh yeah, woof. Uh, all right, and then I guess just looking at the league, I I love your perspective. I always love your, your thoughtfulness, Drew. Um, you know the way that you scout out other managers. Uh, who has really been exceeding your expectations this year? Who's been surprising you? Let's uh, let's give some compliments. Craig, like we were saying before, Craig's team is super strong, and yeah, you know, I, I if, if Craig definitely has years, um, you know, that are are very very. Uh, high scoring and I, I think he also has years where things just go uh awry pretty quickly mm-hmm. so uh yeah seeing seeing him up top there um that's awesome. that's a super strong oh team. yeah like he, I, I don't know was he auto draft or partially he auto was draft entirely or? auto draft where he, he visited the, i know <laughs> that's the problem i don't want to give him too many compliments for that um but you know he he liked to hang out on on the call while the draft was happening mm-hmm. he just didn't want to make the picks and uh gotcha. yeah so him and tom are you know both in the top four and they were the two auto draft and or no, tom's in the and tom's number five and glenn's number four who partially auto drafted so auto draft is doing well this year unfortunately mm-hmm. apparently yeah <laughs> I, th- I thought glenn had a pretty strong draft as well and i think that's kind of paying dividends for him too so yeah um those are the ones I think that kind of jump to mind. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I think I, Glenn has been uh, just uh, doing fantastic, and you know, mm-hmm. in if it, if we were going kind of on points four or just um, you know, if he had different matchups, his record would look even better. But um, yeah, I think his team is is really really strong, and the Mike Davis pickup has just proved to be a huge asset to him with Christian McCaffrey out. He he spent the money and got a really great replacement player. Mm-hmm. And and I think too, like being bold about that, you know, fortune favors the bold, right? Yeah. And, and even though we we knew Christian McCaffrey was coming back, like yeah, but he was going to be out five or six weeks, and that's like half the fantasy regular season. So it's mm-hmm. it's uh it's the right move to go hard after someone, even if they're only going to be a, a temporary replacement. Yeah. Although conversely, Matt spent the hell of a lot of money on uh, Alexander Madison this week for a. A one-week rental, but uh, yeah. if he ends up beating me, I guess, I guess you know, whatever <laughs> the price of a win is, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I spent half my fab, or over half my fab, in, in a single week on players that uh, seemed like they were going to pan out, and then at least one of them did not. So it, mm. you know, boldness it cuts both ways, you know, but... Got to spend money to make money. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> I, uh, I, as a small digression yeah 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 one of the other one of the one of the other leagues i play in is a um two quarterback league mm. and this year like literally every quarterback is rostered like joe flacco is on a roster like wow. everyone 
Um, so Andy Dalton actually went for $55 this past week. Wow. Just because it was like a person who will throw the ball. Yeah, well, and he's <laughs> um, got a lot of great people to catch the ball on that team. You know, you've mm-hmm, got Zeke absolutely. for the dump-offs. you got CeeDee Lamb, who's looking great. Gallup, Cooper. I mean, yeah, it's mm-hmm. on paper, you know? It's a strong offense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I am, uh, the one other thing I'll say about, uh, managers this year is I, um, we do have on the table the, uh, first in league history or potential for the first in league history, worst to first to worst again, um, with Pete. Oh my gosh. You're uh, right. Gonna, gonna keep an eye on that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'll do my best to beat Pete this week and we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, cool. And then I guess, I mean, we were talking about the Cowboys. I know you have some emotions corner stuff about that. So we'll just head into that hashtag emotions corner. Uh, my team is the glass case of emotions, hard on my sleeve team this, this year. Um, but special guest drew, uh, how are you feeling? Yeah. So I, I appreciate you letting me, uh, guess the emotions corner this week. Um, I, I would say this particular week, I, the emotion I would go with is, uh, weepy. Yeah. Um, I feel like these days I'm pretty much crying at everything, yes. you know, whether it's something cute my kid or my dog does, or when one of them keep me up all night. Um, they're all, uh, they all kind of send you, send you out there pretty quickly, oh, but man. in the context of of fantasy football. Um, so last, last week I was, uh, watching, you know, watching football, had a couple beers in me. My, all my fantasy teams were doing well. Um, we had the giants and uh, Cowboys game on, uh, and then, uh, Dak goes down. Um, he immediately starts, uh, starts waving to the sideline, which is, uh, never good. Um, and then, you know, they zoom in and and you see his ankle and, uh, that that was that you know you knew right away that was kind of the end of the season and potentially impacting um next season as well um yeah and you know Dak I I I wasn't a huge fan of Dak at first I I always found Romo to be a sympathetic figure and I wanted to have him to have another chance and obviously the Cowboys are one of my least favorite teams Mm -hmm. playing the same division as my favorite team um but last month uh as probably most people saw that came out and talked a bit about um, just kind of dealing with depression, anxiety, insomnia um, from the the death of his brother. And then um, also just, you know, kind of dealing with it through, through COVID in general. Um, And I, as someone who has um, struggled and dealt with depression for well, more than two decades at this point, Um, I always am kind of uh, sympathetic towards athletes who are, you know, able to, you know, come out and talk about that in, you know, when you're supposed to be a manly man, but be able to talk about those types of things, you know, in, in the NBA, Kevin Love, DeMar DeRozan, yes. to uh, name a couple other guys. Um, so just kind of seeing him get carted off and just like the grief on his face, you know, in in a week in which Alex Smith had come back from, you know, a gruesome injury yep. and... You know, the previous day, it was World Mental Health Day. Um, It it was just, it was a lot for me. Um, So I uh, had to take a little walk, get some fresh air. Um, But I, uh, you know, as someone who has also dealt with a season-ending injury, um, you know, I've actually technically been carted off the field as well. You know, what he was experiencing there, you know, it is grief. You know, it's it's not only the physical, um, you know, injury, but, but it's, you know, putting your body through things and, you know, trying to accomplish something and then having it all, all taken away from you. It's, it's, it's tough to watch. Um, Certainly. and you know, uh, 
again, you know, for for the Skip Baylesses out there, for the the people who you know mocked him or you know boohoo, he's rich anyway. You know, I you barely understand what it is to be an athlete. You barely understand what it is to be a human. If if that's how you feel, so exactly, I, uh, yeah. I wish him well. Um, I hope he gets the uh, both the support from a physical perspective and a uh, mental and emotional perspective as as he recovers. Um, and yeah, that's uh, that's all I have to say about that. I do hope the Cowboys continue to lose and uh, that Washington <laughs> wins the uh, NFC East with a, a six and ten record. Yeah, right. That's, that might be all you need this uh, year. <laughs> yeah. No. And and thanks for sharing that. Uh, well, yeah, and I guess, <laughs> I don't know, I, I don't know really how to follow that. Sometimes the emotions, uh, get you more than others. Um, so, uh, just wanted to say thanks, Drew, for being on the show, and, uh, Perhaps. we'll, we'll see you next week, uh, facing me, huh? It'll, uh, we'll have to get a little, little side bet going there. We'll, we'll see what we can cook up. Indeed. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for your time and for being on the show. Really do appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it, and good luck to everyone this week except Matt. <laughs> and Pete. All right. Later. What? D-R-A-M-A. Drama. <laughs> right there. Yep, for